Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes, amen, where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. Uh, if you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. And once again, the title of the message is Communication Warfare in Relationships. And I know that you guys are going to love this teaching. As most of you know, amen, I do want to take time to thank every single one of you that have cashed after us a $5 donation. Evelyn and I appreciate that. Now, some people say, well, brother, why do you just have people cash, cash after you $5? That ain't no real money. It's the thought that counts. And by the way, Evelyn and I are not going to waste a whole lot of time begging for money and pleading because God is our source and our supplier. What you sow is a blessing to our lives, and we appreciate you. Matter of fact, I wanted more about message than money. Content, amen, instead of what I can get out of someone's life. Also, I want to say to you all, if you will go to pilgrimsministry.org, I do counseling and deliverance. I am not only the general of deliverance, a teacher of spiritual warfare, I am a counselor. I've been doing counseling for close to 48 years, been in deliverance, amen, for, uh, been in deliverance well over 40 some years. We've been quite busy with our life, amen. Evelyn and I have been married for 43 years. And matter of fact, some of the things I'm going to share with you this tonight or this evening in this podcast on this show will relate to some of the lessons I learned. I love you guys so much. Now, I'm going to go and share the, some, some things on the message. You that are listening to me on podcast, I'm going to read these scriptures out real strong. And I trust, amen, that God blesses you. Some of us are going through problems in our marriage. And guess what I found? Many of us, we love our mates tremendously. We have a tremendous love for our mates. But the problem is sometimes we've lost the art of communication. It's one thing to sweet talk someone into a hot date, and it's another thing to communicate them into a life-living, long-lasting relationship. So I'm going to talk to you about that, amen. And when I get ready to go there, I do want to share a situation that happened to me years ago. Evelyn and I had just gotten married. I mean, it was, it was at that beautiful stage of marriage. And now some of you that I counsel have heard me talk about this before. But let me tell you what happened. We were married maybe less than a year. I was sitting in the kitchen and Evelyn was cooking me breakfast. She was warming me up a nice steak, amen, getting it the way that I love my steak. And somehow we were communicating over an issue. I raised my voice at her. Now, me and Evelyn had really had no big drag out argument as yet. We had never got to that particular space. So when I raised my voice at Evelyn, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Praise God. Evelyn looks at me 
turns around and says to me, listen, if you talk to me like that, I am not going to respond. If you expect me to communicate to you in, a in, in our relationship and marriage, you will not talk to me. Or when you raise your voice at me, I'm not going to answer you. And then let me check out, y'all, what this girl did. Girlfriend turned around and said, honey, how do you like your eggs? Over easy? Or which, which way would you have your eggs? I looked at her like she had dropped a bomb on me, y'all. I said, wait, what? What just happened to me? What it was, amen, Evelyn had communicated to me that my raising my voice, my talking loud to her, that dog was not going to hunt in our relationship. And guess what? We've been married 43 years as I speak tonight. And anytime my voice is raised in a way that I'm being aggressive or sounding like I'm trying to force my way on her, she will shut down and it won't be a conversation. Now, I done come transparent. I done told it all up on myself. Now, I ask you a question. What is it that you do that shuts down your relationship? Now, here goes what it says in the book of Proverbs. This verse I learned firsthand, and I'm going to read it in the book of Proverbs. It says, Proverbs 15 and 1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but harsh words stir up anger. Verse 2, the tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Now, I want you to get this, amen. This verse here is several things broke down in this verse in the book of Proverbs 15, 1 through 3. And check this out. It says, a gentle answer, a soft answer turns away wrath. What Evelyn was showing me in our relationship, that if I come at her trying to communicate a situation or a, even an aggravation, the way that I engage her can make that whole conversation shut down totally or go south real quick. I've talked to couples where I've told them, you know what? You two need to learn, glory be to God, to get away from the deflectors that are in y'all's communication. Now, what do I mean by a communication deflector? Glad you asked. I call a communication deflector is, I'll give an example, and this is an example only, but follow my lead on this one here. If I ran up money on a credit card to the point that it was affecting Evelyn and our finances, we had plans and ideas to achieve a certain goal, and I go out and mess up the money. When Evelyn comes to confront me about that credit card, if she says to me, you are so stupid, Ivory. You just, you're just like your family. Y'all don't never have anything. Now hold it right here. Look, you done done it up now, girlfriend. Guess what? Forget the credit card. It's on because you done talked about my family. Forget the credit card. It's on because you called me stupid. Now that communication deflector might have been the way Evelyn sounded when she was upset. But the result she's going to get is the actual conversation that needs to be made about the credit card gets lost into the dark, pushed to the back and aside. And now I'm halfway mad because you done called me stupid and you done talked about my peoples. How many of y'all have had this happen? 
You have had a valid situation that you and your loved one needs to talk to. Look, there ain't no marriage, there isn't no relationship that does not go through times where you have to talk about some tough stuff, where you have to touch the untouchable. That's okay. It's all a part of relationship. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And listen what else is said in this verse. The tongue of the wise commands knowledge. We're going to have to use our voice and our communication to command knowledge. Now, when you, when in that conversation, if Evelyn said to me, you are so stupid the way you're spending the money, she's not commanding knowledge. Now she's aggravating me. But the mouth of the fool gushes folly. Now, this here, in other words, the words that you say can be so foolish until it becomes a bondage. And I noticed 15 and 3, all of us who know the Lord, all of us who believe that, that there is someone higher, the redeemer of our soul is in our marriage. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. What am I trying to say here? Glad you asked, soldier. When you and your mate are almost cussing each other out, God's eyes is watching just like he looks at the wicked. He also watches the good. I, I have learned in the book of Peter, the Bible said, and this is as I'm speaking as a man here. In the book of Peter, the Lord began to show me, to convict me about that uh, husband, love your wives, that your prayers be not hindered. So there are times when I can get aggravated until I have to reflect on, look, I'm aggravated with Evelyn. I have not stopped loving her. Because, listen, when the Bible tells me in the book of Proverbs that whosoever findeth a wife, whosoever for me, whosoever, I have found me in Evelyn, and I have found a good thing, and I've obtained favor of the Lord. But we are going to have disagreements, and we are going to have to learn how to communicate right in the midst of these disagreements. But I do say to every couple listening at me, the eyes of the Lord is upon Hallelujah. And uh, eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Notice this. It says the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Amen. Keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Now I'm going to read this verse here in New International Version and see what we can get. And then I'm going to pop in a few prophet notes that I've grabbed to talk about this subject. Okay. This is Proverbs 15.1 using the New International Version. A gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. Did y'all see that? A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Now, this is to those who say, every time I try to talk to him, every time I try to talk to her, they get mad. Well, how is your presentation? Because depending on your presentation, it will be the result sometime of what kind of communication you get back at all. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And I'm going to tell you, being married, being in a relationship, it is not easy to not be that one, especially when you're frustrated because you're repeating often, and this is a big one, this is a biggie, hear me now, hold a seat now. Often what makes you talk like that and get frustrated is you keep repeating the same thing. And you feel like if I just pump it up with my frustration, 
maybe they'll listen. Guess what happens? They don't. Number two, the tongue of the wise adorns knowledge. Oh, I like that word adorn. That wise adorns knowledge. The tongue of the wise adorns knowledge. Mean you'll dress that tongue up. God, I'm about to dress my tongue up. When Evelyn said to me, if you talk to me that way, I'm not going to answer. She made me realize I need to dress my tongue up. And, I, and I've learned how. Now, now, and listen, that, uh, uh, you can have habits in the way you talk to people, habits in the way you operate. But guess what? Anybody in your life that is not worth changing things for must not be worth being in your life. Whoa, boom. Did that man say that? Anybody in your life, come on, couples, come on, husbands and wives, come on, people trying to build a relationship. If you have that person in your life, the both of you shouldn't mind doing things to change, to make it better for the both of you all. That's if you value your relationship. When Evelyn said that to me, I valued our relationship. We already had the marriage. I had the rings and things. And y'all know what I mean. I'm a good boy being nice on here. But that wasn't enough to hold us together. I had to learn how to have the tongue of the wise adorned with knowledge and not be the fool that gushes out folly. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, y'all. He's keeping watch on the wicked and the good. Verse 4 in this Bible verse says, the soothing tongue is a tree of life. Now, what does that mean? The way that we present ourselves, you as couples, the way that we take the time to learn, and these are learned behaviors. And yes, you're going to stumble. You got to have a goal. The two of you have to have a goal that you're determined that once of all, we're not going to deflect and run away from the real deals because we all got problems. All relationships, whenever you bring two people together, you're going to have some kind of conflict sometime or another. But, we, but you have to, too, be committed to building the relationship. And when stuff comes up, learning how to deal with it. Verse 4, 15 and 4, the New International, New International Version, the soothing tongue is a tree of life. Guess what? When I started talking differently to Evelyn, when a problem comes up, and we still do that to this day. By the way, Evelyn and I work together in our office every single day. Are y'all hearing me? Her office part is adjacent to mine. Other than me in the studio doing programs and teachings, my wife is really in about a 10-foot vicinity of me and what have you. So that, that's a lot of time with a person. But I, I have to learn, and she had to learn, not to take the presence of being together as a right to treat each other in a kind of way. I hope I made that clear. Be very careful be, uh, with the sin of familiarity in y'all's relationship. You can become so familiar until you fail to do with your mate what you would do with other people. I hear a couple say this sometime. I watch how you talk to so-and-so, but you don't talk to me that way. Now, that is a sounding message that you communicate and give your time, your heart, your attitude a different way to others than you do your own mate. Very dangerous, soldier. Are you hearing me? 
often when I do marriage counseling, and that's what I do, that you can go on our website at pilgrimsministry.org, amen, and you can sign up for a marriage counseling, amen. Uh, it's right on the website where it says deliverance and counseling. And folks, when you read that deliverance and counseling, I not only do deliverance, I do counseling. There are 45-minute sessions. They are 45-minute paid sessions, but we are effective. Are you hearing me? It's not a church prayer line. Did anybody get that? And I'm not against church prayer lines. When I take and talk to you for 45 minutes of my counseling time, it is not a deliverance church service. You're not going to fall out in the floor. We're going to consciously take our time and allow the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and insight as we both pray, command, and take authority over strongholds, or as we counsel and find out the root cause of repeated behaviors. Now, I'm going to move on past that. Now, let's go to some other thoughts here. I want you as couples to identify what's not working. When Evelyn said to me, you talk to me that way, I'm not going to communicate back. She made me, she forced me to identify what was not working. Now, I could have said this, if that woman thinks, that she's going to talk to me like that and what have you, then I don't care if she does talk to me or not. Then guess what would happen? My ego, come on, my pride. Have any of you lost each other because your ego and pride? Is your ego and pride watching your whole house on fire and you still won't get the help you need? I'm going to say it again. Are you so filled with your ego and your pride that your house is on fire? Your children is about to lose daddy and mama. Everything that y'all done built, your home, your education, get ready to be lost because you won't take time and listen to the voice of each other or go get some help. Let me tell you something. We, some of us are smart or do more for a flat tar than we'll do about our marriage and relationship. The, the, the stupidest fool will fix a flat tar, but many people call themselves wise and won't go get help on their marriage. Now, I said it, and I am not going to back off from that. Identify what's not working. Aggressive behavior does not work. When I talked aggressively to Evelyn, it did not work. Is anybody hearing me? Passive aggression is a way of expressing hidden anger instead of addressing conflict head on, which solves nothing. When you don't address your conflicts head on, it solves nothing. Many of us, the reason why you say, it seems like we've lost each other. You have. You lost each other because the way that you have been, what you call communicating, was not working. You're both upset and mad because you have lost how to reach each other and you actually need help in you actually need help, prayer, and counseling. Very well possible. And yes, soldiers, I believe in deliverance. There's some folk got some straight up strongholds in their life where they need deliverance. But deliverance and casting of demons does not take away your responsibility as an individual person dealing with your stuff, dealing with your fruit. Now. What happens with this, this passive aggression is a way of expressing hidden anger instead of addressing the conflict head on, solves nothing. And then there's another message that some people do called brushing things under the rug. Simply avoiding conflicts won't help. 
either ignoring issues just gives them the space and time to build up into something larger down the road. Did y'all hear that? Simply avoiding conflicts won't work. I don't feel like talking about that. I talked to one couple one time and they literally said, the, the mate literally said, I need to talk to my husband because I'm, I'm about ready to leave. I feel like getting a divorce. I said, and I said, well, what is the problem? And the woman of God named a number of problems they were going through. I said, y'all need to communicate this. Y'all need some help. And she says, I'm not going to talk to him. He don't want to listen and I'm not going to talk. Well, guess what happens? Things don't go away. When you are in a relationship and you are got someone that you are in their face, breathing in their face every night, come on now, stepping around them in the living room and kitchen and y'all can't talk over the simplest thing. Let me tell you something, my dear friend. What ha what's happening is y'all have been brushing things under the rug and simply avoiding these type of conflicts won't help. What will happen is they will become even stronger. Their, uh, their speech will become aggressive. Now listen to this, using aggressive speech. Becoming openly defensive or hostile when talking to your partner is a sign you're falling into a toxic communication pattern. I like that. You hear what I said there? Wow. Do you have a toxic communication pattern? Now, here goes some of the uh, things that go along with a toxic communication pattern. Aggressive speech can involve raising your voice, blaming or criticizing, controlling or dominating the conversation. In other words, we need to talk. And then they can't get a word in edgewise. And the reason why they don't talk to you, because they know you're not going to let them talk. Aggressive speech can involve these three. Raising your voice, shouting and hollering, cussing and fussing. I'm going straight ghetto with this thing. Next, blaming and or criticizing. I talked to people and what have you that all I heard for almost 45 minutes was criticism, but no solution criticism of what has happened, what has been done, and no solution to launch forward in the future. Are you hearing me? You got to deal with your past in your present and press forward towards your future. And it's got to be a conscious decision out of both of you. And this last one here, look at this one, controlling and dominating a conversation. Woo! controlling it or dominating. Now, when you got that type of controlling and dominating thing going on in y'all's conversation, that is a losing battle. Because after a while, the person that you're controlling either becomes a slave to your attitude or they just shut up because nothing you they can say can get past the fact that you're in control. By the way, I have found <laughs> men, women, or anybody who think that they're controlling their mate you're sadly mistaken because all slaves at any time, at some point, break away from the chains. You're either going to have yourself a little robot that runs around or you're going to have somebody that said, look, I'm not Kunta. You're not going to keep me caged up where I can't speak. And my name is Toby. And guess what? Y'all remember Roots Hakunta. Hey, man, you made it quite clear and let them know very well. He said, look, I'm, my name is not Toby. You're trying to call me Toby. I'm Kunta. In other words, you keep calling someone out of their name. You keep trying to control them out of their nature. They're, every slave breaks its chain. And that's what happens to your love. I know that had I not learned how to communicate with Evelyn, I would have lost the sweetness from her. She would have stopped talking and we would have had this marriage license 
and not a marriage. Some people are just married, meaning you don't communicate. And listen, and I listen, my goal of teaching this message is communication is all about change. Being about change is giving a chance. Giving a chance about change is taking the time and process to break behaviors that have been normal to an individual. So it is going to take them a little time because it's normal. But I told you guys, I have been married over 40 years. Now I'm setting up here talking all this stuff here, but I was not always this solid. I was not always this clear. No, that's not, I, that's, I'm a piece of work. Are you hearing me? Now I want to look at a couple of tips for better communication before I get ready to jump off of here. And I want to thank all of you all for listening to our podcast. I want to thank and I appreciate every single one of you, whether you're listening to us on podcast or on YouTube or doing this Facebook live. I want to tell you how much uh, the general of the limits appreciates you. Amen. And we want to thank you all. Amen. For yourself. Now, I do have books that I've written in pilgrimsministry.org. If you want books, I have a book called Deliverance and Relationships. And you can get that book on Amazon.com, Deliverance and Relationships. Or you can get it, amen, by off of our website at pilgrimsministry.org. Or if you type my name, Ivory Hopkins, it will, my website will show up if you Google my name. But go to our website. There's a book called Deliverance and Relationships. There's three books that I actually wrote on the subject. Now, Deliverance and Relationship is not just talking about demons. It is talking about things like this. I've written another book called angel of light in marriage. Now that particular book is talking about how not to allow someone to deceive you into a relationship that you think is God and it's not. That book is called angel of light in marriage. And the third book, amen, is called deliverance from marriage breaking spirits. And that one, the particular one, not only identifies strongholds that are in us as individuals, but demonic powers that will inflame or get into a relationship until it looks like you almost can't even get yourself together at all. All three of these books can be found on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. Now, let me share a few more things before I get up out of here. Amen. And I'll come back another time, pick up again on this podcast, on this YouTube, on this live. Tips for better communication. Recognize any of the signs that you see that are not working. Process your feelings first. The reason why we go in, toe up. Reason why we go in jacked up is because we don't process our feelings. We just go in raw. And that can be dangerous. Process your feeling before talking to your partner about an issue that upsetting to you. Be sure to process your own feelings on the subject and calm yourself first. You hear me? I, I say it like that. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. You hear me? Calm down first. Is anybody hearing that? So before you do that, make sure you do that. If you go into a conversation feeling very angry, upset, you become too emotional, then the communication tends to become too heated and difficult to find a resolution. You can't find any type of platform, any type of foundation in the midst of fire. Nobody ever built a house in fire. Nobody ever tried to build a foundation in a flood. Nobody ever, feel, ever tried to build and settle a place in the middle of a storm full blast. That's the way our anger is in our communication when we don't think through what we're going to say. 
Try taking quick walks, listening and relaxing. Just do something to slow it down. Thinking about timing. Now, that's another one. The book of Ecclesiastes 3 and 3 says, 3 and 1 and through 4 says, there is a time and a season for all things. Choosing the right time to talk to your partner is a must. So take time to choose the right time to communicate the situation that you're frustrated with. Take time to communicate with your mate. Take it a time. Remember, this particular podcast, this particular teaching is dealing about communication warfare in a relationship. I will be coming back with other parts. Amen. I'm getting ready to tap out. And by the way, we are found on a great, quite a few podcast places. So search us out. Amen. You can find us as Ivory Hopkins, the general of deliverance. That's the name of our podcast. Ivory Hopkins, the general of deliverance. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeart our Podcasts. Amen. We're on Google. God, we're just blessed. You can get us on YouTube. And every now and then we will be still popping on Facebook. But we're stretching ourselves out to manifest the greatness that God has in us to bring the message to you. Well, Look, guys, I'm going to tell you like I usually do. I'm getting ready to get up out here. Once again, you've been listening to Apostle Dr. Ivory Hopkins, amen, a.k.a. the General of Deliverance. And I, I, I am a minister of the gospel, been preaching deliverance for years, amen, overseer of a church. I hold a doctorate and a master's degree in theology. And as well as, glory be to God, we have been a counselor to many all over the world and country. We do counseling every week, amen. You can go on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Guys, I'm going to get ready to get up out of here. I trust you've enjoyed this podcast. I trust you've enjoyed some of the things I shared. I will be coming back with some more things on communication. Today, I was dealing strongly with Proverbs chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Amen. A soft answer turns away wrath. Well, look, God bless you. Catch you all again in another teaching message. And always remember, God, he is, he's always watching. God bless you, soldiers. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrims ministry.org or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to general ivory hopkins it's just simply general ivory hopkins it has been my pleasure amen to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom life and family so i trust these podcasts blesses you and i'm gonna catch you guys in another teaching god bless bye-bye <laughs>